And we're live, episode four of Athletic Insights. Uh, my guest today is Connor Kelly, Bishops University. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me on. No, we appreciate it. So one of the big goals here with this podcast is to be a resource for youth sports coaches, uh, younger athletes, parents in the community and, and parents outside the community, excuse me, whoever is, uh, whoever is listening. So uh, we appreciate your time as an athlete here and, and uh, also as a student. You're, you just finished exams yesterday and you ripped home to do this with us. So yeah, we appreciate it. How did, you. how did your exams go? They went all right. Thanks. I uh, I had four this semester and yeah, like it's, you know, it's tough. We were practicing during the uh, the exam break, like the exam period. So like you had to manage your time pretty wisely. You'd go practice and then have to, you know, go to the library, study and then get ready for exams. But yeah, it was, you know, I think they went all right. Thanks. So yeah, thanks for asking. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Of course. So uh, for everyone listening at home, Connor is another local product from Brockville. He's currently in his second year at Bishops where he's been playing varsity basketball and he's been doing a fantastic job. I've had my eye on him since, uh, since the day he showed up on campus, actually. Um, kind of also a, a little bit of a mentor role, but uh, sure, definitely sure. friends. He's, he's, he's a great, mature young man, and uh, he, he's a wonderful role model like uh, the other guests we've had on so far to date. Appreciate um, it. So just give me a little bit of uh, background on how you got into sports in general as a young athlete and uh, the role basketball has played in your life till now. For sure. So like for me, like I, I was lucky enough I got to experience like a bunch of different sports. I played football here, baseball here, basketball, volleyball, but basketball for me, it really started to kick off when I was in grade two. I w- there wasn't enough guys that we had a team for like guys my age. So I actually had to play with grade fives and sixes. Wow. That's so, probably like, great, yeah, great for your development. Great. Like, so like, I was kind of like the bottom of the totem pole, obviously, like this much, like I was small, you know, going up against grade sixes. But right. It was great. They took me on the team. I got to practice and then, you know, got better. And then the next year, like we, we, had, we recruited some guys. I was lucky my dad and Dan Bills actually, we, we went and got some guys from different schools, some guys that Jackson played with the Tony Adams, some guys from my school. We put a team together. We weren't very great, but you know, that's where it really all started. Like this group of guys that we formed in grade three, four, we stuck with until the end of high school, really. And like, it was cool to see like the growth from like being, you know, 70th in, in Ontario to eventually by a grade nine and 10 year being top 10, top, wow. top eight and being, wow. on top, and being the first ever OBA division one team. So and like, it's cool. Like now that I'm back for Christmas break, like I want to like, we'll, we all link up, you know, like we usually try to make Christmas a time where we're all back from exams and stuff. So we all like try to, you know, link up and, and catch up like everyone's gone doing their own thing now, you know, at college or university or working. Right. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's where it like started for me in basketball and, yeah, so yeah, it was kind of the beginning, and then yeah. where, where was the point in your your young your young life where you said basketball is what I want to do, and I want to do it for a long time at a high level? For me, it was probably like grade nine or ten ish. Like I I played every sport up until that time, and then I so grade ten was when you said I've you know I've got my foundation yeah. as an athlete. Now I need to protect my body and play for basketball. sure. And like I'll kind of go on like to expand. So like there's one key moment in my life which is actually a failure that end up making like being such a big breakthrough point for me is when my grade nine year so like coming into St. Mary's like actually like we like the, the basketball program wasn't that great necessarily like they had some great athletes mm-hmm. like like Mitchell and themselves but like like uh shout out Mitch Beattie, Beattie. Yeah, Beattie like, Films yeah. recording this podcast live <laughs> yeah so like they had some great athletes but their basketball team that wasn't necessarily like you know great so I had some expectations, me and the group of guys that I came in with, like, you know, to like kind of turn around, like, you know, to do six, you know, make like win and, you know, bring St. Mary's basketball kind of 
you know, back so to their winning ways. Yeah, had as a group. A goal. And anyway, so my grade nine year, we played TIS in the Augusta finals and they played a, a boxing one on me and I scored zero points and we lost by 20. And I remember going home that night and like just, you know, crying, being upset, like, yo, like I, I let I let people down here. Like, this is this is awful. I remember laying my bed and being like, yo, like I don't ever want to experience this feeling again. And that from that failure, like, you know, you have to go to school the next day and people are like, yo, like, con, like what yeah. happened? Zero points, man. Like, come For on. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you go through that. But then ever since then, my like it woke me up in my work ethic. And then I what happened to me, I fell in love with the process of, of becoming better. Right. So going to the gym. You know, I'm gonna get better at this today. And then you go back tomorrow and you're a bit better. And then you go back the next day and you're a bit better. And then you start hitting the weights and you get it, you see gains. You, you know, you do you start with two or three chin-ups and you're doing five or six chin-ups. So I fell in love with like the process of getting better at, at the sport. And that mm-hmm. eventually like that love for the game eventually led to me like wanting to pursue at the next level. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that's where it like started. Like I'm I, that love for the game happened actually through like a a, a failure. failure. Yeah. Yeah. Perceived so, like, failure, yeah, perceived failure. So yeah, one of the things sure. about one of the things about elite athletics that I want everybody at home to understand is you are going to fail. Uh, I've said this before, two, three, four, five, six thousand times more than you're going to succeed. Um, but but like you, Connor, I'm such a process driven guy. For sure. I, yeah. I can comfortably tell you that I love the process more than actually playing football. 100 percent. 100 percent, because yeah. you get validation out of it. You have a purpose. You have a drive. Your goals are uh, periodized and progressed. And I think that's the way to do it. For sure. For myself, that that moment where I said, I never want to feel this again yeah. was in my grade 11 year, okay. my second year of football, we had just lost in the EASA finals to Armprior by, by six points. And there was a couple of weird calls and yeah. it just, it was, it was unfortunate, but we went to return our equipment the next day. And some of the older guys who were deciding whether or not they wanted to come back for grade 13 had said, what are we going to do next year at receiver? Uh, Huey McFall's graduating and Trevor Lasser is graduating. Yeah. And I was like, well, what about me? Like, I'm going to be a great, you yeah. know what I mean? So I literally, I, and just like you, I walked home and I, I was crying. I was like, how did my teammates think so little of me? Like I'm yeah. going to, so I just started grinding. And from that yeah. point on, I can confidently tell you that I've never had a teammate that's ever outworked me. That's cool. Like I refuse to yeah. be at work. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, and that, sure. that came from a, a teammate and a friend of mine just belittling me. Yeah. So same thing, you know, failure can, can, can motivate you for unlike sure. anything else in big sports. Big time, big time for sure. Right. I think it's cool too. Like, like being from Rockville too, I feel like you just have a chip on your shoulder. Like I know for myself, like when we go up and play tournaments, you know, up in Toronto, they're like, yo, Rockville, like, that's where I stop when I'm going to Montreal to get some gas, you know, like it's not, like, they, they don't know what we're about and stuff. So I think having that chip on your shoulder, like something that fueled me, I think not having necessarily the resources, like, you know, you, you, like my grind was, you know, I have to go either before school or after all the blazers or practices are done at 9 PM. Mm-hmm. So that like, you, you know, you, you have to, you know, Manage wake up at 5 AM to, to, to get, you know, get some shots up is tough, but if you love it and you love the process and that's, you know, you, you, you're not complaining about it. I think if you don't love it, then eventually it's going to catch up to you because right. like the university schedule, like it's, it's really demanding. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going back to school on the 26th here, December 26th. Like that's tough. Boxing you know, day, that's, yeah. It's boxing day. Like that's, you know, want to be home with your family, but you know, I love it. And you know, we're trying to build towards something. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. But if you don't love it, then it's, going to be tough to stick with it for four or five years i i believe but you know you know so everyone's different and stuff but it's it's tough you know 
Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. A, a big thing that I try to tell all the athletes I work with is I know your dream is to get there, yeah. but I also want to let you know what it's going to be like. Oh, big time. You're going to have two hours a day of meetings, film meetings, game plan. You're going to practice. Yeah. Basketball, you're going to get shots up. Yeah. Uh, football, you're going to be in the weight room. Basketball, too. Yeah, no, for um, sure. All for that sure. stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, you had spoken just kind of about the chip on your shoulder from Brockville. Yeah. Um, how much did it help having uh, Jackson Bales here to push you and yeah. have that that have that athlete that you assimilated with who was on the same path in life as you? For sure. That was like actually it's a really, really big part of like me becoming the player I am today is, is through Jackson. Because when I was in grade two, he was in grade three on that grade six team, actually. So we like kind of started this together. And yeah, like I have a kind of a cool story about him. Like we we worked like, you know, side by side all the way through up. And we were part of, you know, being, you know, being down to 70th in Ontario to, mm-hmm. to, you know, climbing up the ranks. But I remember one instant, me and him, we just got back from St. Lawrence College. We're shooting maybe in like grade 10 or 11. So, and like, he's driving me home and he's like, man, like, you know, how cool would it be if, if we, we both made it? You know, and I'm like, man, like that just that doesn't happen in Brockville. Mm-hmm. Like we know, we know one guy, Reese Larry. That's the one guy we looked up to. But you know, there's no there's no guys that really like come and play basketball at the next level. And we're like, man, like, and I was calling him last night just to catch up with them, and and we're like reflecting, and we're like, man, like, like we we made it, like we we made our goal. Yeah. You know, like we we all have bigger goals now, right? But that was our goal, like then, and now that we're both, you know, asking each other about our seasons, and you know, like we're both doing our thing, like it's it's almost like full circle you know it's really cool oh, yeah. like and i'm proud of him and i'm sure he's proud of me so yeah he's he's a big part and like we like we when we call each other we, we live in the same kind of thing you know like the, the, the yeah the, the the grind and the same kind of lifestyle so it's nice to have a guy that you know he gets you and like he yeah you just it's it's really cool it's really cool for sure like absolutely yeah man. i think uh i think you and jackson bales are, are both so talented and, and so Thank mature you. for your age and and and, and especially with the, the raptors winning the championship last year i mean canada wake up like basketball True. is the sport of the future yeah, no, i don't for care sure. for sure who you are what your skill level is basketball is the sport of the future it's growing in africa it's growing Big in canada yeah. it's growing in china yeah so you know 20 years sports gonna look a lot different for sure um but i do want to just backtrack we were talking sure. about the process a little earlier yeah, yeah. and you know but waking up early and getting those extra shots up yeah. and being in the weight room so in high school this is when i fully realized that i was just different yeah. from other kids and this is a what I'll touch a little bit more about that after. For sure. What I, when I realized I was different was in grade 11, I would wake up at 4 a.m., 4.30. Yeah, yeah. I'd make a breakfast. I'd let it digest. I'd walk to the YMCA because I lived around the corner. Yeah. Be in there by 5.30, lift till 6.37, go back home, second breakfast, get ready for school, go to school, class all day. Yeah. I did my homework during MSIP. I did my homework during lunch. Every single lunch period I had, I was doing math homework yeah. with my math teacher. Every single period for three years. Um, school ends, football practice, go home, weight room again, go for a run at night. Like th- there is such an opportunity for, for these small town kids with the chip on their shoulder to find work. For if sure. you're, if you're for not sure. doing enough and you have this big dream, I want to play, uh, CIS basketball. Yeah. I want to play CIS football or bigger. I want to play professional. I want to get a division one scholarship and you're 14 years old. That's when you have to make that decision where you're going to put more work in than everybody or it's not going to work out there is no gray area yeah and i want the athletes and the parents and the coaches listening to this to understand it's a little bit of tough love some kids can't handle that workload 
For sure. So maybe elite athletics is not necessarily for them. But there, I believe that every young athlete who has this dream, there's a way that they can program their life and, and schedule their routines yeah. to get wherever they want. For sure. But it's 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 so sad. You see kids who don't believe in themselves or parents who aren't engaged and involved. I coached youth football for seven years here. And with the younger kids, the parents drop them off and leave. Yeah. They don't. Sure. I mean, my mom came to every single hockey practice and stayed and watched. And these kids are getting dropped off like it's daycare. Yeah, for so sure. I think it's really important if you're a parent at home listening, your child doesn't just need you to take them to practice. They need you to be engaged in their life because right now for this short period of time, sports is the most important thing to that child, probably boy or girl. Right. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I did, I don't that too. I feel like, like now that we're in like a generation of like social media being so like, you know, popular, some people want like, to be posting on their social media. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm playing at the next level, but they, like we, we talked about, if you don't actually love it, that stuff's all going to catch up, you know, like Instagram posts. Those are the jacket wears. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, like I've noticed like sometimes there's guys that want it for like, like, you know, it's all the wrong reasons. For, like not, not exactly. Like not the right reasons, you know, and that that's tough too, but yeah, I, yeah, no, I agree. Like, and my parents are a big part in my life too. Like, they, uh, they, like, Bishop's a bit too far to get to games, but they live stream every game. And, like, it's nice. They usually text me, like, like, win or loss or whether I played well or not. Just, hey, like, you know, we're proud of you. Like, you know, you're living out a dream. Yeah. Like, remember that. Like, right. so, like, it's stuff like that. It's your know, parents have a, a big part in, like, in your life and in your sport, in your sports related life too, as mm -hmm. well. So I, I agree. For sure. So Connor, when I, when you first really got put on my radar, when I knew that you were legit yeah. and uh, a great, a great athlete and a role model was I was live streaming a game. Uh, Bishop, it was home. I wasn't there, but I was yeah. live streaming for my partner yeah, yeah. when I was at school and you were a rookie and I hadn't played much yet. No, no. And you got thrown into minutes one game because of an injury and you were playing in overtime and you were getting buckets and getting and ones and you made a huge yeah. contribution to that game. And that's when I said, this kid is 19, 18, 19 years old. Yeah, yeah. Like he is legit because what I believe about you, uh, CIS sports is it is all about experience. Your first year, make your mistakes, screw for up, sure, for learn sure. how to be coached by your coach. Yeah. Watch your film. Year two, same thing, but make less mistakes. Year three, four, five, it's your time. But I already feel like you've already arrived. You're in your second sure. year yeah. and you're getting minutes, yeah. consistent minutes. You've gotten some starts. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about what that means to you in terms of like validation and what you want now moving forward. Yo, for sure. I, I appreciate all that too. I think like coming in, I was, first of all, I was just thankful for the opportunity because my coach, like Bishops was one of my only like what the only school that wanted me as a 18 year old a lot like i went to some other schools in the cis level but they know we need to get a bit bigger we'll, we'll see you check back with you on grade 13 mm. but i was ready to to get on like you know and get on to university so coach gilpin gave me a chance at a bishops and there wasn't really any expectations coming in you know like he might you know he might play in the second or third year like he actually told me that like you know but i came in i just with the right mindset kind of like i i just worked hard every day you know and i i knew that you know, my role had to change a bit. Like in Brockville, you know, you, you kind of do everything. You're the ball handler, you know, you, 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 but for, and bishops, there's guys that, you know, are more athletic than me and they're better ball handlers than me. So what am I going to do that's going to separate myself to get myself on the court? And for me, that was just my shooting. So like I, you know, I, I worked, you know, worked hard on my shots, got to the corner looking for passes. 
And then on defense, just, you know, I'm not the most athletic guy, but be in help, you know, be, don't be a liability. Be solid, you right. know, like I don't have to lock anyone down, but be there for the help defense and know my scout, you know, watch film as the preparation, watching film, knowing what guys' tendencies are and stuff. So yeah, my first, I still remember my first game was actually at Acadia and we, I got to fly. Just getting up to go on the trip was huge for me. And then my first game ever was against Acadia. No way. Too, yeah. yeah. So on the seven minute mark, so very early in the first quarter, Coach Gilpin turns to the bench and Connor. And I remember like, no, like coat, like me, like, you, like <laughs> me, like you want me. And yeah. he's like, yo, let's, let's go. I'm like, okay, okay. So get on. I remember this being is your like, first game. First game. And I remember like, oh my God. Like I thought I was just coming to watch. Like, yo, this he is was crazy. testing you. Yeah. So I get in there and right away I'm getting shot. I have my first three in the quarter. I'm like, oh, like, like a, a feeling of like goosebumps and like just, it, it was crazy. Like, it was just such a surreal feeling. Right. And then, yeah, the home opener, like, I heard the Bishop's crowds, you know, they're they're big. And then, that was actually, that wasn't the home opener, but, the, like, the next home game. And then, yeah. That was we, the overtime game, yes, right? Yes, yeah. So then, right. we had a couple injuries. And then, yeah, I was, I just, you know, I was ready for my, with, with like, with my preparation and just my my work ethic, I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm ready for this, you know. And then, my opportunity came, and I was lucky enough to to get a couple buckets and we got the win that game too which yeah, was big so huge. yeah it was really really cool for me so and now like in my second year like like i hope to take it like i took i hope like i'm taking a leap like i'm getting a bit more minutes and like just like boy pascal yeah like exactly yeah. like i'm hoping you know and i'm hoping every year i can add something new and take a leap like i think for going into my second year a big thing was was being able to guard like my man a bit better because in practice like I was fouling a lot and like I was fouling a lot in games. So in the summer in the Kingston Men's League, there uh, like was like come some like Rob Fullerton, Brian Klusman, some great players in the area. Right. Uh, my my goal was to always guard the best player. So like whether that be like there's a lot of good Queens guys, got a lot of good St. Lawrence College guys that would come. So sometimes I would get my my cock cleaned and guys would be you know scoring on me, but I would take that as a challenge. And then came, coming back into to camp this year, like I felt I've improved a bit. You know, on my defense, and I'm, you know, I'm still getting my shots up and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, you know, to every year to continue to take a leap. And you've got that dog mentality, man. For like, sure. I never played uh, basketball past high school, but I always said, I'm guarding the best player and I don't care. Um, even pick up at the YMCA, like Reese Larry, I'll guard him. He's dunked on me before. Yeah. And then the, yeah. other, the other guys laugh at you, but I'm like, at least I'm, I'm yeah, trying no, to get up there and block this right. guy. Like I'm making right. him better. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like, you're right. So, uh, one of the things I, I'm, I'm kind of blown away about your maturity, uh, throughout this podcast so far is you, you seem to, you're in the moment, like, you know, your opportunity and you're reflecting on it and you're appreciative of it. Whereas, you know, most people don't get that until they're done with sports and then they sit back and they start to reflect like, like myself. Um, I feel like you have this sense of, you understand that time is limited and you want to get the most out of this while still having like a long-term plan. I think that's absolutely remarkable for someone who's second year, man. I really appreciate it. Just speak to that a little bit for me. Yeah. Like I think like, it's just all like, just, I'm so like thankful because I I never like this was always just a dream for me, you know. And like now that I'm I'm living like a dream and getting to play the sport that I love at like the, the next level, like it's just it's all like you know, like I just sometimes I guys gotta sit back and reflect and you know, if I have a tough game, you sit back and reflect, you know, like this I'm still you know, I'm living a dream here. Like, you know, like I can't you can't get too caught up in like success and failure. You have to kind of keep in that middle ground because there's always gonna be you know, there's gonna be another game, you know, like we play Thursday, Saturday usually. So if you have a tough game Thursday, you you can't be dwelling on you know your, your failures or successes. You have to be ready for Saturday. And I'm just kind of trying to keep that like 
almost like a Kawhi Leonard, like nothing never too, too high, high never, ne- too never too high, never too low mentality, yeah. especially as a shooter too, because there might be some games where, you know, I rally off, you know, five for six threes, but then there might be other games where I go, you know, one for four That's and, and, and it's going to happen. And I'm just kind of like, it's, it's like just, it's good for my, like just in life too. Like just realize, you know, when there's going to be successes in your life and failures in your life and just, you know, good tests, bad tests, but just, you know, regrouping and remembering like the big picture in life, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm thankful. I'm at like a good university. I have good people around me. You know, I have basketball. I'm doing what I love. So sometimes I, I'm, I'm big in like reflecting on that and like, you know, sometimes having to take a step back and like realize you know, I'm, I'm in a good spot. I'm very lucky, right. you know? So anyway, that's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. So one thing I want to get your opinion on is um, how I feel about sports now that I've played in high school and university is that you don't learn how to play a sport until you go to university because of essentially film. I think film slows for the sure. game down and it gives you a bigger understanding of basketball or, or football or whatever your sport is. For sure. Um, so I want to get your opinion on do you feel that the same as me is re- with respect to, you know, the, the, the youth coaches in the area and, and all over the, I mean that we, we wouldn't be here without them, yeah, no, but for to sure. an extent also that we could probably be doing a better job, especially yeah. with the elite athletics. I'm not talking about uh, a B house uh, hockey team in Brockville, yeah. but I'm, uh, but the AAA players, the guys who are playing basketball, the guys who are trying to get football scholarships, what could we do better because they're not going to have access to film. They're yeah. not going to have enough time to get them in for another hour and go over the film. And they might not even know how to break film down. Yeah, I know for so sure. what do you feel about the concept of you don't really learn how to play a sport until uh, university? Yeah, I would, I would agree with, with that. I think, I feel like you, you take some stuff from like your, your younger ages, but like, I think university really, you, you, I agree. Like film is big. And I feel like university, like, Film, especially for me, it's big. And like for guys that if you're not necessarily the most athletic guy, like if you make a mistake, like your athleticism won't be there to back it up. So I think film, like for me, is huge because I need to know where guys are going. Because if, if I don't, then guys are blowing by me and scoring and it's going to hurt the team. But with guys who are more athletic, they can get away with certain stuff, you know, being a bit late on this because they're a bit more athletic. They can jump up and get the yeah, block right. or stuff. But like for myself, if I... Don't know what I'm doing on a cover, like on like, you know, football coverage or basketball, like a, a defensive, you know, like, like where we're, we're sliding on defense. If I don't know where I'm going, then it, it's going to burn us. So I think film's big. I think, yeah, like knowing, like, like not like just playing your sport isn't enough too. I feel like there needs to be like, like, you know, like for me, a big thing that helped me actually was kind of funny is yoga. Like I wasn't that flexible. And like Clark Flynn, actually uh, a trainer in Brockville is like, man, like you can't be, you're not doing any of the Olympic lifts, right? Like, yo, you need to, you need to go get, do yoga. And I'm like, yo, yoga, like who who does yoga, Clark? Like it's a girl thing. Come on. It's like an old woman thing. But I go in there and I tell you what, like yoga has made me like such a better athlete, like just flexibility wise and like we do a lot of breathing stuff with just like kind of you know cliche but like it no, really with, helps off really works with, like it this works. stuff like i'm telling you like i was actually there this morning like this stuff really helps me and like stuff like that not just you know you go to the gym you get shots but like you said the weight the film like stuff like yoga like just, bench, just breathing just don't books. be at work like, it's, it, a process. it's just every yeah it's everything like all that stuff's gonna help you get towards your goal so i i agree like you, a lot more comes into it than just you know like at the next level, all these things are important to, to uh, make sure you're doing and stuff. So, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, what's a little interesting about this specific podcast is we we were both Bishop Skaters and yeah, you're still really there cool. and yeah, yeah. obviously just graduated. So what's going on on campus? Anything new and exciting? And, and, and talk a little bit about the uh, men's and women's basketball programs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, you, I, I'm thankful for you, Zach, because you were like a guy that, you know, helped me kind of get transitioned and stuff. And, you know, I appreciate that for sure. And Bishop, like for basketball, like we're we were both teams are nationally ranked at the beginning of the season. And the women's are still like they're still four and one. I think they're ranked seven still. Shout out my girl Metch doing her thing. Yeah, I yeah, see you, Mitch. girl. Yeah, the girls, yeah, girls are killing it. They actually just beat Miguel on a buzzer beater. So that was great. It was cool to be a part of. For us, we uh we we've been all right. We're two and three going into the break. I feel like our record doesn't um do a great job like representing representing yeah, I think representing ourselves because I feel like the talent in in our team, like we have potential you know to hopefully post a playoff game i think that's the goal for us is to get into a position where we're we're packing mitchell gym and you know it's a they, they have to come to us and pl- play through our us and our crowd but i think there's a lot of potential we only played five games so we still have 11 to go and i think it's it's going to come down to us how we're you know we come together and and we we put together ourselves that second half of the season so i think there's a lot of potential to you know win another rcq championship it's like but a lot of things have you know a lot of things have to happen to get to that point right but, yeah so because the other teams out there they're trying to win too right oh exactly nothing's, like nothing's yeah there's then. no weak team in our league too like no. every team's it, it, like every game's a dogfight like you you have to be ready and prepared and we saw that like we a couple games we just we came out slow team gets up big on us and then we're playing catch up and it, it's it's tough you know and every team has great players so it's uh and that's another thing between bishops and brockville like every team is good you know every every person who's on the university team is is the man in their city yeah. you know like there's not like when you're playing lagasa and you're, you're gonna play against a team that you know you're gonna beat by 40 points you know like every game you have to be locked in and ready to go and ready to check up the guy ahead of you because right. everyone is elite you know like mm-hmm. everyone's good so anyway yeah so yeah so yeah i think i'm hoping for uh for us to get on a bit of a win streak here get hot and then carry that on to hopefully the playoffs and etc so so we're just going to switch gears here a little bit. And uh, Connor, we're going to wrap this up. I just want to ask you, um, you know, you got out of Brockville. Jackson got out of Brockville. Yeah. There seems to be an opportunity. And uh, earlier you had mentioned uh, there's a chip on your shoulder from Brockville. And a lot of people don't believe in themselves and they don't think they can For get sure. out or their parents don't know where to start. So can you just briefly give us a little advice about your personal recruiting process and uh, sure. some steps that these uh, young basketball players or athletes in general can follow to hopefully be in your footsteps? For sure. So like, I think like being from Brockville, like there's still a lot of good resources here to, to use. And I was lucky, like I was fortunate to have great coaches throughout the Blazers throughout St. Mary's and, you know, et cetera. And I think, like it's going to come down to your dream. Like you have to, to, to see yourself playing at the next level. For me, I, I always believed I could make it and you have to believe that. And you visualize, visualize, right. you have to, you have to, first of all, see yourself playing at the next level. And second of all, you just, you have to, to work hard, work smart, work consistently. Like the big, the big three, like you have, it, it needs to be a constant, constant, like, you know, not, like every day you're doing something to improve and get better. Cause people like everyone's working, you know, there's, Everyone out there is, you know, trying to get to that that same opportunity to you to play at the next level. So mm-hmm. I think you have to, you know, to make make that almost like the sacrifices to to be able to play at the next level. You know, like put, you know, I have to put the way that put away the Netflix, or you have to put away, you know, like some stuff. You just you have to sacrifice because 
it's it's tough you know it's an honor to be able to put the next right. level and only start so many people get that opportunity so i think that would be a be big and, right yeah yeah you know what it's not for everyone but if this is your dream and you're a young athlete listening to this it's important to speak your goals into reality for sure say it out loud tell your friends tell your parents and then never stop working for sure i can say one more thing absolutely too. Yeah, yeah i think like coming from brockville too it's like it gives you a chip on your shoulder but also something i've noticed this year especially which was really cool for me in my career was we got we had to we had to play two games in ottawa so we played Carleton in October and then we played in Ottawa U the next weekend. And being from Brockville, like because there's not many people that make it at the next level, because you have been at the next level, people are like, they support you and they, right. they want to see you succeed. Like I have a bunch of guys on my team from Montreal and when we go and play in Montreal, you know, they'll probably have their family and friends. But when I went out to play out in Ottawa, which is an hour away from, you know, from Brockville, there was 60, 70 people in that gym cheering for me. Like, just That's because I'm from Brockville. And that was like one of the coolest moments for me. Like I had teachers bringing their, their son and daughter. I had kids I trained coming up to watch, you know, You're a role model now. It, it was really like surreal. And like after the game, like I, I, everyone, like they stayed on in center court and I come out, I remember coming through the doors and being like, wow, like all these people are here to watch, like watch me. Like, you right, know, like, yeah. wow. Like, it was like such a like honor and like just that, People care. I'm not, you know, like people are caring that they want to come up and see me on a Friday night, watch wow. me play basketball. Like wow. it was like, I'm so thankful for that. And it was like so surreal. So being from Rockville, like it, like people want to see you succeed, you know, because not let in, in athletics, not let people make it to that next level. It gives them hope too. It, give, it gives them hope, you right. know, and like I hope that I can to motivate like, you know, younger basketball players and that, you know, like you can do this. Like you really, like, you know, there's enough resources. And if you believe in yourself, like you, you can for sure make it to the next level. And that's, anyway, I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great point to to end on today. Um, So that was episode four of Athletic Insights. Connor, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Zach, for having me. Yeah, appreciate it, man. We're out.